Welcome to the Brandmaster Podcast, show specialized in helping branding professionals and entrepreneurs to build brands using strategy, psychology, and creative thinking. This episode originally aired on the Brandmaster Academy YouTube channel, which you can find by searching Brandmaster Academy on YouTube. What's up brand builders, Stephen Horahan here at brandmasteracademy.com and in this video you're going to discover four top brand extension and line extension examples. So you can understand how big brands expand into new categories with new audiences and much, much greater revenues. Now growing a brand is no easy feat. Just ask any of the vast majority of entrepreneurs who have tried and failed to break into their chosen market with a new product, service or brand. Any brand that has successfully found its footing in the market has earned a favorable reputation, otherwise known as brand equity. Now, this equity provides successful brands with leverage. Now, some brands use this leverage to increase their prices, while other brands use this leverage to expand outside their original chosen marketplace. The latter is known as a brand extension strategy or a product line extension. And in this video, we're diving into some of the biggest successes and fails across four of the biggest brands in the world. Now, before we dive into the examples, let's have a quick look at the reasons that brands might choose a line extension or a brand extension strategy, or just as importantly, not choose it. Number one, audience growth. A strong brand extension strategy can open the door to millions of new users. As we'll see with Nike later on, any brand is limited in growth by the market that it serves. Now, when it comes to its full potential or close to, then finding new audiences becomes more challenging and limits growth potential. By extending product lines and ultimately extending the brand, they can attract broader audiences, which again are only limited by the markets they play in. The more markets they play in, the more potential audience growth. Number two, brand awareness and brand equity growth. Now, when done right, brand extension can solidify your brand image and turn you into an industry leader. Apple is a solid example of a successful brand extension strategy that enhanced brand awareness. Now, of course, at its roots, Apple was a software company selling computers. It had a niche audience for decades before reinventing music players in 2001 and launching the iPhone in 2007. Now, these product launches became an icon of a generation and 15 years later, there's a good chance that you're reading this or listening to this video on one of the 1 billion Apple devices that are active around the world today. Number three, it facilitates growth and further expansion. Now, a successful brand extension can lead to new product lines for brands as they explore technologies and build upon their previous efforts. And it is also an excellent way to capture a new customer base from the original brand beginnings as it solves a greater range of needs. Now, the more a successful extension a brand has, the more confidence consumers will have should that brand extend into their market. Number four, increased market share. Now, it's not difficult to see how a brand selling a single product would have a limited market share. A brand extension strategy that manages to capture the audience's needs or to create that want or that desire and then translates that into a great product can be a turning point for a brand regardless 
of their product. Let's go back to the Apple brand example for a second. Now, of course, Apple was already an established brand when they were selling personal computers and they had made a huge name for themselves. Now, had they have stayed within that category, they probably would have dominated that category for many years. But in transforming their products, in extending their product line first into the music category with iTunes and the iPod, and then into the mobile phone category with the iPhone, they absolutely revolutionized both those categories and the brand itself. Had they have stayed in their lane, the brand would be a fraction of the size that the brand is today, and the revenues would also be a fraction of the size. Number five, marketing strategy advantage. Now, building a brand from scratch takes a lot of work. It takes years to first earn a share of the market and then to grow a loyal following and establish a trustworthy reputation. A brand extension strategy relies on leveraging existing brand equity and brands that boast the advantage of having that kind of equity, that kind of reputation in the market, they skip much of the heavy lifting when it comes to launching a new brand or a new product. Without a doubt, it's a distinct competitive advantage to new brands entering new markets. From a financial standpoint, it's also cheaper to extend than it is to launch an entirely new brand since you already have the channels and you're already known as a brand name within your target market. You're taking that reputation into the market with you and that's the whole point of an extension strategy, a brand extension strategy is leveraging that existing equity. However, this also poses a risk. Companies may feel overly confident in their brand equity and not invest enough into new product launches, which could result in an extension failure. And this highlights the fact that a lot can go wrong with a brand extension strategy. First, brand extension isn't something that will fix existing problems within a brand or will fix weak brand management to begin with. Only a solid brand with plenty of equity and a reputation to back it up successfully can pull off a brand extension strategy. So let's take a look at some of the major risks of a brand extension strategy. Number one, brand dilution. Now brand dilution occurs when a brand loses focus on the offering that it has, the reason that it was created in the first place and who it was created for, who that particular audience is. And this is often the result of expanding into a category outside of what they're known for or launching a product that's simply irrelevant to what their audience expects from them. Number two, lost brand reputation. Now, no matter how successful a brand is, a failed extension can lead to losing the reputation that it once had. A failed brand extension is a cue that the management team has lost focus. And it may also suggest that there are other failings within the business or within the brand. Whether it's through investor confidence or the market perception, a failed brand extension can damage the brand's reputation. And in some cases, damage it beyond repair as well. Number three, damaged relationships. Now, the biggest risk of a brand extension is breaking the relationship with existing customers and causing that feeling of betrayal. A failed extension can signal that, hey, maybe this brand doesn't really understand what my needs are in a way that I thought they did, so why would I trust them to solve my pain with another product or another service? It can take years to regain your audience's trust after this kind of disappointment. So let's have a look at some famous examples of brand extension or line extension strategy, starting with Samsung. Now, before Samsung became a world leading brand of smartphones, 
It was a small grocery store in South Korea in 1938. Now, through 1938 to the 90s, Samsung expanded into a multitude of categories from banking to insurance and finally to technology where it began to produce semiconductors and electronics. By then, with a focus on technology, Samsung was expanding worldwide and in early 2000s, the company's Galaxy series launched. Not only did they have a leading product in the market, they also sold microprocessors to their biggest competitor, Apple. Now, in 2006, Samsung dominated the market for televisions as well, and in 2010, they released their first tablets into the Galaxy family, and also followed that up with smartwatches that joined the lineup. The Samsung expansion is an example of extension by authority, and they have leveraged that authority by staying relatively focused on their strengths since around about the 90s. Their products belong to different categories, but you'd be hard pressed to find someone to doubt the quality of any Samsung product from a washer to a smart TV. The next brand extension example is Nike. Now, Nike was created by Phil Knight as a sports shoe brand called Blue Ribbon, which later became Nike. And throughout the 60s and the 70s, he really grew the reputation of that business and as that brand to become known in the industry as a top sports shoe producer. Now, Nike used that equity, that brand equity, that reputation to then begin expanding into other categories. And since the mid 80s, Nike has relied on strategic partnerships by collaborating with stars like Michael Jordan in the basketball category, Tiger Woods in the golf category, LeBron James again in the basketball category, and then the likes of Wayne Rooney in the soccer category. And these strategies have been used time and again to expand into different categories, leveraging these stars to get a foothold in those markets. But again, initially this brand was created as a sports shoe brand, and that's where they built that reputation. Like so many other brand extension strategies, this brand built a reputation in a single market and then expanded upon that reputation, expanded upon that brand equity. The limited edition strategy has proven so successful that a pair of Air Jordans sold in 2021 for 1.5 million. From selling running shoes out of the back of a car, Nike now has Aperol for over 30 market segments from running to basketball, surfing, snowboarding, golf, tennis, soccer, and beyond. The next brand extension example is Colgate. Now there are two elements to study when it comes to Colgate and brand extension. On one hand, the brand has successfully dominated the dental care space for years with Colgate toothpaste launched over a hundred years ago at this stage. Now it's easy to see how a toothpaste brand could easily venture into other hygiene products which is why they have mouthwash and toothbrushes as well as toothpaste. But what happens when a brand tries so hard to extend that they end up confusing the entire market? That's exactly what happened in 1986 when Colgate launched a new product. Now, you might be thinking they probably expanded into professional dental hardware or some other professional health service or some other professional health products. No, in 1986, their master stroke was beef lasagna. Now, you don't need to be a professional brand strategist to guess that the now infamous frozen meal was an utter failure. And it is also a perfect example of how important it is to stay relevant when it comes to a brand extension. One of the most critical aspects of a brand extension strategy is understanding what your audience wants from you and the role that you play 
in their lives. The next example of brand extension is Microsoft. Now, Microsoft is another example of what not to do when it comes to extension strategies. Microsoft had built a reputation on software development from the beginning, and they led the market for years before Apple came in and swooped into the smartphone space. Microsoft's response was a failure. It reacted by introducing its own smartphone iteration, the Windows Phone, but it was already late to the party in a highly competitive smartphone environment that Apple had taken control of. Now, this isn't the only category where Microsoft has failed to position itself well against a competitor. Despite Windows having three quarters of the desktop OS market, their search engine Bing represents only 7% of the search engine market share compared to Google's 85%. Now, of course, these are all examples of massive brands. And if you have a brand, you might be thinking, well, how is this relevant to me? But small brands can extend their lines as well. They can extend their brand and go out and find new audiences with new products and new services. Let me give you a quick, simple example of this. Let's say a local cafe wanted to extend into a different category and they wanted to leverage their reputation for quality produce and flavor. They might decide they want to extend into on-site or off-site gourmet food markets. Likewise, a local hair salon with passionate clientele might want to slice the beautician market and extend through nail salons or other beauty treatments. The key ingredient to a successful extension is a brand with an already strong reputation to leverage in the first place. They need to leverage that reputation and that brand equity. But remember, that reputation wasn't easily earned and protecting it must be the first priority for any brand extension strategy. We really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to learn more brand strategy techniques to level up your skills, make sure you check out brandmasteracademy.com. There's plenty of free resources and premium content for you to download and get you going. If you'd like to join our Facebook group full of like-minded brand strategists, all learning from each other, then find us by searching for the Brand Strategy Community, where you can find exclusive content for members as well. If you enjoyed this content, please be sure to give us an honest review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listened, and make sure you tune in for the next episode of the Brand Master Podcast.